Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent, accompanied by Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, has his first encounter with the mysterious sea monster of St. Selmo, with disastrous results. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, uh, I'm not one to be handing out advice, but I'd like to make a suggestion. I suggest that you get busy on the double quick and round out your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Because, well, there'll be exciting news for you on Monday. Meanwhile, be sure to be on hand when Mom opens a new package of Pet and gets your new comic button. If it's a duplicate, all the better, because then you can have the fun of trading with your pals and maybe get just the one to complete your collection of all 18 buttons in this series. Maybe a BZ or, or Goofy or Superman himself. So remind Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pet. Now, you don't have to send in any money, not even a box top, and you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. All you do is to look inside your package of Pep for your prizes. And Pep's a prize when it comes to good eating, too. It tastes a doggone sunny and golden. It's as cheerful as bright golden sunshine at the breakfast table. Why, your very first spoonful of those toasted whole wheat flakes tells you that this is going to be good. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And be sure to be on hand next Monday to get the lowdown on that exciting big news that I've been telling you about. It's terrific! And now, the adventures of Superman! Investigating what frightened local fishermen believe to be a supernatural sea monster in the Canadian North Atlantic off the village of St. Selmo, Lois Lane and the eccentric Daily Planet correspondent Horatio Horn 
came face to face with what appeared to be the monster itself. Almost drowned when their boat was capsized and sent to the bottom, Lois, Horatio, and Captain Marble, owner of their hired fishing craft, were rescued by Superman. Later, while Superman flew out over the ocean to look for the so-called monster, Lois and Horatio saw it, not more than 50 yards from the St. Selmo Beach. But before they could get close to it, it dove beneath the surface and disappeared. It was then, however, that Lois saw the capsized hull of Captain Marble's boat half drawn up on the beach. At the sight of it, Horatio Horn turned pale. That proves it, Miss Lane. We saw that boat sink in 50 feet of water three miles offshore. Nothing human could have raised it from the bottom of the ocean and brought it here. So the monster must be supernatural. The following morning, nearly all the residents of St. Selmo turned out to see the beached wreck of Captain Marble's boat. And as we continue now, we find them standing at a respectful distance while they stare at it in awed silence. Lois and Horatio Horn, dressed in waist-high boots, have waded into the surf for a closer examination of the boat. Listen. But I, I tell you, Miss Lane, the, the monster must have brought the boat here. Oh, nonsense. And how else could it get here two hours after we saw it sink to the bottom of the ocean? The tide probably washed it in. Impossible. In theory as well as in fact. What makes you so sure of that, Horatio? A simple deduction, Miss Lane. A very simple deduction. Okay, Mr. Detective School graduate. Why couldn't the tide have carried it in? Because from the time we saw Captain Marble's boat sink last night to the time we found it here, the tide was going out. How do you know that, Horatio? I checked it this morning. Matter of fact, that man who's wading out toward us right now will, I am sure, confirm that fact. He's a local fisherman. He looks familiar. Isn't he? Yes, it's Mr. Barnaby. That's right. The man who first agreed to take us out in his boat for a look at that, that thing. And then mysteriously backed out at the 11th hour. I wonder what he wants now. We'll know in a moment. I come out here to warn your boat to go on back where you come from. Stop fooling with whatever done this. Now, look here, my Wait good man. Wait a minute, Horatio. Mr. Barnaby, our only interest is to help you people of St. Selmo. We don't want none of your help. Well, of all the unmitigated... You heard what I said. I say it for all of us fisher folk. Get out of town. Stay out. Just one question, Mr. Barnaby. Why are you and the other fishermen so willing to accept defeat without a fight? Yes. I always thought people like you were brave and fearless. No living man can be brave in the face of the devil himself. Oh, nonsense. Do you think the devil rammed the boat and capsized it? Well, maybe not the devil himself. It sure was one of his monsters. What makes you say that? I come out here at dawn this morning. I looked over the hull, and I found the marks of his teeth. What? My teeth marks that must have been made when the monster carried the boat inshore in its jaws. Oh, that's impossible. Uh, would you uh, show us those uh, teeth marks, Mr. Barnaby? Aye. They're over here in the lee side. Uh, come on, Miss Lane. This should be interesting. It certainly should. Oh, good heavens. What's the matter, Miss Lane? There's Clark Kent on the beach. Oh, so it is. I forgot all about him in the excitement. He must be worried. We're supposed to be under doctor's care, you know, Horatio. Well, he can see that we're all right. Well, I'd better go ashore and reassure him. Oh, very well. I'll have a look at what Mr. Barnaby calls a monster's teeth, Mark. Okay, I'll see you later. Be right with you, Clark. Mr. Barnaby suggests we leave St. Selmo, huh? Suggests is hardly the word, Clark. He practically ordered us out of town. I see. He insists that the monster carried the wreck of Captain Marble's boat in its mouth and placed it out there in shallow water. 
And right now he's showing Horatio what he calls the creature's teeth marks to prove it. Oh, ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. Oh, by the way, I- I'm sorry we didn't call you last night when I saw the so-called monster offshore. Oh, that's all right. I wasn't here anyway. I'd gone out to the fishing banks to have a look around. I see. Of course, I didn't see the monster since all Wait the time was right off. How could you get out there? How? Yes. Oh, well, I... Uh, oh, skip it for now. I'll explain some other time the importance... Oh, that... no, you don't. You explain right now, Look, Lois, I think before we do anything else, we should speak to the mayor of St. Selmo and see if we can't get some official cooperation. That's a good idea. Okay. Let's leave Horatio out there to make use of his correspondence detective school education. He'll love that. And you come with me to the mayor's office. I've got an appointment with him at the town hall in ten minutes. Good. Let's go. <laughs> Of course, Mr. Kent. I've already communicated with the Coast Guard. Oh, fine. But they treat the matter lightly, as though it were a a practical joke. You mean they don't believe you? Well, that's what it amounts to, Miss Lane. Did they refuse to help you? Well, after a while, when I persisted, they promised to send a patrol boat uh, tomorrow or perhaps the day after tomorrow. Good heavens, that's too indefinite. Look, Mr. Mayor, if you'll help me, I think I can clear up this mystery. What can I, a single individual and a mortal man, do to help? Well, first you must do everything you can to convince your people they have nothing to fear. Tell them that the, the thing they call a monster is not supernatural, but something for which there must be a reasonable explanation. Uh, if only I was certain. You get me a boat and I'll prove it. Uh, a boat, Mr. Kent? Yes, I've discovered, and don't ask me how, that whatever it is doesn't appear unless a boat enters the waters of the fishing banks. So I want to go out there in a boat. But no one will take you, Mr. Kent. Everyone's afraid. No one has to take me. All I want is a boat. I'll run it myself. Now, can you arrange that for me? I'll do my utmost, Mr. Kent. Contact me again in a few hours. It may take some time. Very well, I'll be in touch with you. Come on, Lois. Now, don't you worry about your boat, Mr. Barnaby. I know how to handle it all right. But you don't know these waters, Mr. Kent. There'll be fog tonight. I'll manage. And if I should have an accident, you'll be paid for the boat. Aye, But who's going to pay for your life? Why are you so sure I'm going to lose my life, Mr. Barnaby? Because I know better than you what you're running into. A monster wrecked Jonathan Marble's boat last night. All but killed him and them two passengers. Maybe you won't be so lucky. I'll take the chance. Well, it's your life. But don't say I didn't warn you. I won't. Cast off, please. You could run away without Horatio and me. Hmm? <laughs> had no idea we were hiding in a cabin, did you? <laughs> you can bet your shirt you wouldn't be here if I thought to look. I told you I wanted to go along. And I told you, Mr. Lone Wolf, that this is the one time you weren't going to get away with snatching a scoop away from oh. me in your usual high-handed manner. No, sir, not this time. I wasn't interested in snatching your scoop. Now, it was just the danger to you that concerned me. Well, it's just as dangerous for you, isn't it? Oh, what's the use? You're here, so I'm stuck with you now. Make yourselves useful by keeping your eyes peeled for that monster. We'll be back in just a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, gang, this is the very last time I'll be talking to you about the series of comic buttons you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep. So I hope that your collection is all complete, or almost complete at least, 
You see, in our neighborhood, a lot of the fellows and girls have all 18 buttons in the series, and a lot more have all but one. So I hope that you're far, that far along, too, because come Monday, I'm going to have some doggone exciting news for you, something that you won't want to miss. So pitch in and round out your collection of pet comic buttons. Don't miss out on a single one. Get Pat Patton and, and Brenda Starr and Superman and all the others. Just make sure that Mom stocks up on Kellogg's Pet, because that's the only way you can get these exciting prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But you'll find a comic button in every package of Pep you open. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the whole wheat flakes with that come-on flavor for breakfast, so gold and toasted and crisp that, well, you practically can't resist it. Yes, sir, a bowl of Pep is a swell start for a spring day. So ask Mom to get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And remember, tune in Monday for the big news I'll have for you. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. As we continue now, the cabin cruiser with Clark Kent at the helm is plowing through the Canadian North Atlantic waters. Night has fallen, and a light fog hangs low over the vast ocean whose blackness is broken only by a whitish foam that caps the angry waves. Standing near Kent, her drawn face reflecting an inner battle with fear, Lois Lane tensely grips the rail, while Horatio Horn, with night glasses pressed against his eyes, scans the waters for a sign of the monster. Any sign of him, Horatio? Uh, not yet, Miss Lane. Lois, Horatio, look over there to the right. I see a red light. No, two yes, red lights. Right, Culliver, it's the monster. I thought so. All right, hang on. I'm swinging over to get closer. For heaven's sake, Clark, not too close. Stand by to swing hard and run for it, Kent. He'll probably come for us as soon as he sees us. Okay. Just a little closer. This fog is so heavy, I can hardly... Clark, look! Richard Hossifer, he's breathing fire. You're right. A stream of it, like a flamethrower. He's aiming the stream at us. She's right, Kent. Swing around fast. Oh, it's too late. Can't get away fast enough. What the... It hit us. We're on fire. Wait, Scott. Do something, Clark. For heaven's sake, do something. Once again, the phantom monster of St. Selmo has struck. And this time, in endangering the lives of Superman's friends, it has placed the Man of Steel in a position where it appears that he can do nothing to help them without at last revealing the secret of his true identity. Will Clark Kent be able to save both Lois Lane and Horatio Horn without giving himself away? And will he, at the same time, discover the secret of the monster? Monday's episode in this exciting story of the Phantom of the Sea is fast and thrill-packed, so don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in again Monday, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, when you see a cardinal or a hummingbird, uh, can you identify it? Well, you can if you're collecting the full-color bird pictures that come, one in every package, of Kellogg's Crumbles. You'll get a kick out of swapping duplicates with your friends and, and collecting all 24 pictures in the series. Get yourself the colorful album, too, to paste in your collection. 
full instructions for sending in are on the side of every Crumbles package. That's Crumbles, those crinkly, sort of sweet and mellow-rich shreds of good whole wheat. Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>